0: You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. No, oh, it's Cormac, sorry. Oh Wow. Whoa.
1: I thought today was Wednesday. It was devastating.
2: Uh, one of the, it is one of those days where you're like, you know what, it feels like we've gotten through a lot more of the week and then you're like, yeah. it's only Tuesday. Only Tuesday. So, good day apart from that.
1: Uh, great day, yeah. Uh, God, did I even do anything? Like, I literally don't think I did anything at all today. For the whole day.
2: One of those, like, did you even get dressed before four?
1: No. No, I didn't. No. I literally did nothing. I have nothing to tell you.
2: <laughs> all right. Silence for the next the six silence, minutes.
1: Silence, yeah. Who does nothing in a day?
2: You like, must I'm have ashamed. Done something. Like, you got dressed. You seem to have put more effort into your dressed upness than you usually do.
1: Well, that was the only thing I did. Yeah, yeah. I eventually got dressed had a shower. Well, I do have a nail in my tyre. Another one.
2: How many is that now?
1: Two. So last week I had a nail in the tyre. Well, I didn't know I did until obviously it punctured. Now I have another nail and I was driving in and it's a little bit flat.
2: What do they say? Bad things comes in three? Yeah. Tyre one, tyre two. Has anything else gone wrong in the house? The leaky roof. There you go. You've got three other way, yeah. you, can, you can write that off. Uh, speaking yeah. of bad things. Yeah. Turns out that uh, a few of the residents in the Oliver Bond flat complex in town there, Oliver Bond, which is just behind, kind of near enough to Vicar Street, out that way. Yeah. A few people had a rave in one of the gaffes last night. How dare they, they're we, not allowed we, to a rave. We were not invited. That's the biggest shock to this now. This evening. And a lot of the residents were up in arms.
1: What time did it go on until... I hope only
2: 11. Oh, yes. Yeah. The rave people were fully COVID compliant. You had to have an antigen test or proof of vaccination before you entered the rave. And then 11 o'clock, they're losing job. They went home. And yeah, yeah. See you later now. Uh, no, it went on to the wee hours and the usual stuff of the residents were offended, guards were called, it was broken up. It doesn't actually say when, but there, there, there you know, videos of a good few hundred people gathered at a rave down there.
1: The only thing I'm more surprised about is the fact it happened on a Monday night.
2: That's it, isn't it?
1: Like Who has a party on a Monday night? Nobody. It's the only day of the week you can't party.
2: It must have been for something, though. You know, exactly. Why do you have a rave on a Monday evening?
1: If it's your birthday, like a big birthday, 21st, 18th. Yeah. You know, you don't want to wait till the weekend. The weekend before isn't quite your birthday. So is it a probably going away one. party? Oh
2: maybe I don't know, maybe, maybe the, the, the Monday raids are coming back now and they'll be a regular thing. Anyway, residents complain up in arms about it today, blah, blah, blah. Some people felt they were trapped in their houses. I can't imagine it's a nice thing when the neighbours just decide to have one and didn't invite you. Maybe that was the biggest issue that they were upset with, that they I weren't invited possibly. to the thing. They're like, going to invite? Um, but it does seem that it kind of got a little bit out of hand. Like, one of those parties where you say to one or two of your mates back in the day that your parents have gone away. Yeah. And all of a sudden, everyone shows up and you're like, this, no, we were not planning on this at all.
1: See, I was this person, okay? Mm. So, uh, it all started, actually, my mom decided to take my younger brother and sister away for New Year's Eve. Now, yeah, I yeah. was 14 and my dad was supposed to be minding me. Yeah. But it was New Year's Eve, so he was like, well, you're grand in the house with a few of the girls, yeah? <laughs> I'll come back and check on you after midnight. So, he just went always, down to the pub. Yeah. So I was like, there's no way he's coming back because he didn't live there. My parents were separated. So I rang all of the girls. They told everyone else. Yeah. 150 people arrived at my house and in my garden. Now, 14-year-olds. We did bold things till all hours of the morning. Police were called. There was broken mirrors. There was uh, one of the girls had to go to hospital. She had a, she split her head open.
2: Right. Carnage. Now, uh, there is uh, apparently an a, a gar- an official Guardian investigation has been opened into the Oliver Bond flat rave that happened last night.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: fingers crossed they invited one or two politicians down because that'll just make it all go away. Fingers crossed Leo was there topless picking his nose in the middle of it all going, yes! You'd hope so, yeah. Mad for a rave, Leo, Leo is anyway. But it, it did get out of hand. But, uh, you know, if you're listening, you've, like, what was... Ho- house party that you had or that went to that got completely out of hand do you remember for, remember that movie Project X came out yeah. years ago do you remember there was like some gaff party in the middle of nowhere and there was a big massive event set up on Facebook for this Irish Project X house thing that was going to kick off and hundreds like busloads of people showed up to some poor lads gaff do you not remember that? Oh,
1: no, I don't.
2: Do you not remember that? No. And I don't even know if it went ahead, but that was the thing where it got out of hand. One of those Facebook event things where it's like 7,000 people are oh, going. Yeah. But if you've ever been either yourself when the parents went away, you had a bit of a gaff party and it got out of hand, or you showed up at one and you were like, oh, what is going on here? Um, will you let us know? The two, maybe not the worst situation. My sister used to go out and would be mad for having a session back in the gaff with her mates afterwards, right? Yeah. And stupidly, she said it after after going out one night and we all still lived at home. Like she was in her early 20s. We all still lived at home, right? Oh, yeah. And she was out on a Friday or Saturday night and she just said it to a few people. But she said it in the club. We're going oh, back to yeah. mine for a few drinks.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And talk about things going viral and spreading, right? <laughs> a few of her mates show up and they just... When I say there was about 100 people there, there was 100 people there. But my mum was still in the house. Oh, no. Yeah.
1: And would your mom be cool about that no, usually? No,
2: my mom was freaked. My mom hadn't got a clue. And there was people randomly walking upstairs into her bedroom. <gasps> no. Into my little sister's bedroom. And my sister didn't think anything it. Had an it's not my fault. I was like, it hey, 100 million percent is your fault. You never commit the cardinal sin of going, oh, we're going back to mine afterwards.
1: No. Sure, you in remember that back in the day. You'd often hear of a free house going. And you, you don't know who they are, but you'd still turn up.
2: Exactly, yeah. So, And I like to go around telling people like at four in the morning, my mom's in there, terrified, cuz she's there on her own, didn't know what was going on. And I go kicking people out and the people are like, what do you mean your mom's here? It's like,
1: mum's here. What are you doing? Yeah, they assume it's a free house. Exactly, I mean, what yeah. else would they invite? Yeah. People back. Yeah, I don't know. Um the funniest part about all of this free house stuff is when you clean up the next day, yeah, and you get the mirror fixed in the bedroom <laughs> and all the rest of it, and she still knows.
2: You see, it's a it's a tricky balancing act of you don't want to clean up too much because yeah. if it's spotless yeah, and there's a smell of floor cleaner and bleach and all that, so if you're kind of like, hmm. It's strange. Why, why, why is it so clean? Because if you didn't do anything, it would still be kind of grubby.
1: Always got caught.
2: Yeah. So what were the, the house parties back in the day that you were at that got out of hand? And how out of hand are we talking? Like the guards, that you, we've all been at places where the guards have called and, and then kick stuff up like we had an end of college house party when we had finished four years a so huge one invited everyone couches in the back garden mini little festival oh, neighbours hating life yeah. and then the next day well later that night the guards were obviously called but we were finding people's phones hidden in the butter and somebody put oh, a yeah, bottle of, yeah this. a load of bottles of beer or bottle, I think it was like a bottle of something slightly stronger in the dishwasher because when the guards came in they panicked what are you what are you,
1: what are you doing Imagine the parents finding that.
2: Yeah, no, thankfully that was just an ours. It wasn't a freak and That was the place we were renting, but the neighbours were not happy at all. One of the girls got so upset, she lost her handbag, so she called into the neighbours across the road in tears looking for her handbag, and they're like, who, who are you?
1: Oh.
2: Yeah, and then the neighbours beside us, you know when you get the evils the next day? Yeah. Like, hey, uh, you're cleaning up, and there's just the daggers.
1: At least they didn't say anything, or they didn't try wreck your balls and stop it.
2: But it was one of those ones where you definitely, you weren't stopping it
1: can they stop it though yeah neighbours
2: well that's something the guards
1: yeah but can the guards actually force themselves into your house no while you're having a rave like can you just wave out the window being like hello
2: yeah I don't think so I don't think they're allowed in without permission unless they think
1: yeah no I don't think so I don't think they are
2: but someone invited them in, I think. The guys were like, come on in. And as soon as the guys were like,
1: hey, 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 come on in. <laughs> it's like super bad.
2: <laughs> the strippers are here. Come on in, lads. Uh, oh, and if you're a gardener, you're listening, you've had to break up some serious, ridiculous scaff parties. Let us know oh, as well. Yeah. We'll keep you perfectly anonymous. But um, wh- when has the house party that you've been at just kind of gotten out of hand to the point where you're like, oh, no. Worst one that we were ever at was up in, I can't remember where it was, for Stag or something, or on a lad's trip away. And somebody had found a fluorescent marker or fluorescent ink. And destroyed all the walls, but you could only see it when it was dark, obviously. Oh, no. So you're looking around the room and you're like, this is absolutely happy days, fine. And the landlord came back in the next day to check, yeah, yeah. to make sure, you know, give our deposits back. And she was checking the presses and making sure all the plates and knives and forks were all still there, happy days. And she was just about to leave. And all the ten lads are in like this bungalow. And one of the lads just turned off the lights and you just see this no. luminous splatter everywhere. And she wasn't too happy.
1: It's not as bad as another house party that I was at and... The parents ended up coming home. Oh, oh it was horrendous.
2: No.
1: But before that, like they were screaming, trying to get people out. A girl I know was in a bedroom with somebody yeah. else uh, in the parents' bedroom. White sheets, and let's just say they were brown afterwards. Yeah, they were brown, and yeah. then they were trying to say it was chocolate. It wasn't chocolate. And the parents burst in on them. And how do you deal with that? I would <laughs> literally take them. I'd be carrying the mattress down the stairs. You roll I'll just
2: over take, and take this and yeah. Just burn the whole house down. Go on. No, can't Cowardous. deal with that. Uh, anyway, let us know the, when things have gone a little bit out of hand for you. Um, <laughs> Oh uh, eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. You're listening
0: to the Room One Hundred Four podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long FM One
2: Hundred Four. Right again. That's Loving Arms. It's Cormac and Sir here in on FM One Hundred Four. Good evening. If you would like to do up your gaff, if um, the place is in bits at the moment because you've been schooling from home, college and working from home, whatever it is, we have teamed up with Des Kelly Carpets, or Des Kelly Interiors. My apologies for uh, FM 104's pimp my gaff. Fifteen grand prize. It's worth to do up your gaff. Uh, beds, floorings, fancy tech, everything you need to give the house a bit of a spruce up. Details on how you can get in Friday's final coming up in about 10, uh, yeah, in about 10 minutes time. Less than 10 minutes time.
1: Great news today. Don't oh? know if you heard. No. You know, Boozham, obviously my favourite place ever to get a takeaway.
2: You've never mentioned that before. Boozham, what's it called? Boozham.
1: Apart from when they don't have mince and they don't have rice. I mean, I don't
2: think it would ever even make my top 10 takeaways. Like, going to my head, I'd just be like, no.
1: That's because you've never tasted it. You told me you've never tasted it.
2: I know I've never tasted it, but I can just tell by the look of it. I'm like, no thanks.
1: Anyway, they are looking for somebody... To be a hand model for a whole year, paying them €5,000 for the year and free booge for the year.
2: And did you apply now? I take it you're applying.
1: I'm going to apply, but my nails are in bits at the moment. I need to get my nails done again and then I'm going to apply. I would do anything for that job. But how strange is it that they're looking for a hand model, not
2: just a model to eat their food? Were you not a foot model at one stage?
1: I did a bit of foot modelling
2: her only uh, fans long Longfeet is what it's called
1: actually this is funny that would have been a good uh, one for my poker face the other day oh yeah basically been... uh, fo- foot models probably a stretch but I went for an audition say audition for my feet mm-hmm. they were looking for quote unquote the perfect size four feet yeah so you know most people have one foot a little bit bigger than the other yeah, one yeah. mine weren't mine are the oh, same perfect, size so when they're making shoes in places like Pennies and Nike, for every size shoe, they need a perfect size four, one, two, yeah, three, four, yeah, yeah. five. So they were moulding my f- size 4 foot and using it to, to build their shoes.
2: So you, did that happen in the end though? That happened. So you, you, you've been a foot model. Will this help you be a hand model?
1: The thing about it is, even the girl that was there measuring my feet and doing all this stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. was like, you don't have the nicest feet. <laughs> They're just... The perfect, perfect size, size for us, but they're they're not great. Uh, so no, it doesn't
2: translate trans, across. Uh, no, what, I
1: don't what, think, what does? Although my hands are probably nicer than my feet.
2: Although that's not hard.
1: I don't have. Okay, I do kind of have rough skin. Look at that, Jesus!
2: My god, no. but
1: maybe if I moisturize them now, they're what, nice. They're nice, feminine hands. No.
2: What um? What do you have to do as a hand model for Bougie?
1: I assume in the thing it says like take pictures of your hands in different kind of ways. So, like, maybe holding a cup. Maybe, I'm sure, holding a boujum. Okay. Maybe down flat. Like, you'd, you'd need about six or seven nice pictures of your hands.
2: Uh, does boujum come, it comes in a bowl, but does it come in a wrap, did you say? Yeah, get a wrap in a, as well, yeah. Why don't they look, why don't they want anyone's face?
1: I don't know. They just want a hand model.
2: Show us your hands there. Might your hands be a bit small. Really? Yeah.
1: Oh, I don't know. They are quite small. Well, they're they're mean, not stumpy, though.
2: That could make the Boozham look a bit bigger, though.
1: Yes, yeah, see? It
2: could be an optical illusion that they might like. Mm. So anyone can apply for this.
1: Anyone can apply for this. They're not looking for a gender-specific role.
2: So it can be, if you have uh, gender-neutral hands, yeah. you could be getting involved.
1: They probably are too feminine, aren't they? Surely if they are looking for girls' hands, I'd be better suited.
2: Well, maybe they're going to get, is it just one person? He's so going to be they're the, looking for one person. Be the hands of Boujum.
1: The hands of Boujum. They'll give you five grand for your hands, and then free Boujum for the whole year.
2: That's not bad. That's great. You just has to send them in some nude hand selfies, is that it? I mean,
1: like, what have I got to do to get this job?
2: <laughs> and what can she do with her hands to convince the people of Boujum <laughs> to give her the job? Who knows? <laughs> I'm desperate. It's an awkward one. Or no, it's a weird one. It's a peculiar one or competition to be looking for.
1: I pay more than 5000 a year with Bhujam. You definitely do. So they're actually benefiting from me because I'll still buy the food on top of getting the free food.
2: You'll spend all that money straight back in there, yeah?
1: But yeah, weird thing about kind of hands and stuff. I know some people hate hands because they sweat. Other people think they're quite sensual.
2: I've never... Had a thing for hands. I don't care about hands.
1: See, I do like hands. I would look at a guy's hands, and Oh
2: would you? Yeah,
1: and I like what do you them think of my be, hands. Yeah, you've got big hands. I like big hands. I do yeah, but as well, I like them a bit rough. If they're too soft, there's loads of guys nowadays that are moisturising their hands and I'm mm.
2: not feeling not that. into it. No, okay. Well, there you go. If you want to make a, a few bit of extra bit of cash mm. and be a hand model, which is a weird, I didn't think those things were.
1: It could true. be for pictures now for the new Boojum poster. Where it's like a close-up shot.
2: Although no one would believe you, would they? Because if you were, let's say, the featured hand on an advertisement like that, yeah, you'd be like, "That's my hand," and they're like, "No, it's not. No, it's not. Your hand. No one cares. That is not your hand in any way, shape, or form." Uh, so, isn't you can probably find the Bujembe thing online, and maybe you're going to be a famous hand model and make yourself a few quid. Um, happy days still to come on the show. I should mention, going to hear from a guy who. Um, used to go robbing banks. He was a bank robber, armed bank robber, spent numerous times and years in, in prison and in jail, but decided to turn his life around. He's trained to be a therapist now and uh, wants to convince young men and young women to avoid a life of crime, to not get involved in organised crime and that kind of stuff. So a uh, really interesting guy and amazing story. Anthony Roberts is his name. He'll be on the show a little after 11 o'clock. But up next, details on how you can get yourself in Friday's final for Pimp My Gaff. Worth about 15 grand with thanks to Des Kelly Interior.
0: You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. FM 104.
2: So, I mean, it might be a new mattress that you want to slide into and get the best night's sleep of your life.
1: Or a lovely L-shaped couch. Oh. You know the ones that are kind of like a bed?
2: Yeah. That'd be so nice. I think the first thing I would go for is the big oversized recliners. So I'd just be like, oh, yeah. give me that. Thank you very much.
1: See, I'm much more of a, be kind of like a bed L-shaped couch that's not leather like a fabricy one Mm.
2: we'd have such different tastes but yeah it would not work out well at all no
1: it wouldn't but at least we'd have really cool houses
2: so if you would love to be you know going back to the house opening the front door stepping onto some lovely lush soft carpet and just being in a home that's been done up and you're feeling a million times better about it and maybe you've been planning to do this for the last while but you have not had the funds or you have not had the time or you've just been all over the shop now's your chance get yourself in Friday's final of fm 4s Pimp My Gaff with Des Kelly Interiors you can do your gaff up to the value of 15,000 euro a huge huge prize and if you want to get yourself in the final it's very easy
1: yes all you got to do is listen out for this
0: Pimp My Gaff
1: when you hear it, all you got to do is WhatsApp us in, gaff your name and details to 0876797104. But we haven't played it yet, so people are jumping ahead of themselves.
2: Well, we just played it there, right? This is just the explainer.
1: This is the explainer, yeah.
2: We, we will place that somewhere in the show before 10 o'clock, and when you hear Emma again saying this...
0: Pimp my gaff!
1: Then,
2: you got to text gaff
1: and your name and your details... 087-6797-104.
2: Now, Joe, Michelle, Shane, we appreciate the early text <laughs> coming in, but we will not be accepting any into the draw this evening until we play out that clip. We're not going to play it out again until um, the text lines will be officially open. So as soon as you hear Emma saying, pimp my gaff, WhatsApp is in, and you could be in uh, Friday's final. And I think the f- we. this is like our second last night. We will not have... Any places to give away Thursday evening. It'll all be no. done and dusted Thursday afternoon. So tonight and tomorrow is your last chance to get in uh, Friday's draw here on Room 104. So we'll play that out in a bit. Very best of luck. It's always thanks to Des Kelly Interiors. You can shop in store or online, deskelly.ie.
0: You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. The
2: story that reminds me of an episode of South Park. And it's strange that it's true, but I suppose given the current situation that a lot of the world is still stuck in, you're kind of like, yeah, okay, Grant. Um, People have been trying to smuggle things into Auckland in New Zealand. Yeah. So New Zealand uh, had a, you know, was the, the poster boy of the whole COVID success. They just locked down Everton and they got no cases in. And in fairness, New Zealand's miles away from Everton. You know what I mean? Australia's the only country beside it and and that's it. You know, we're not like Ireland who's in the middle of Europe and people coming and going. So New Zealand's out on its own, could probably do that. But they got a couple of cases there the other day and they went strict, harsh, heavy lockdown. Yeah. But Auckland, the city where the majority of cases were found or had the outbreak, is in a stricter lockdown than the rest of the country. So the people of Auckland are still kind of locked down, can't leave Auckland. Yeah. So they're being imprisoned in their city. And all of the restaurants in Auckland are locked down and closed.
1: Yeah, which is... What happens during the lockdown?
2: Which is a sad, miserable existence of what happens during the lockdown. But that it has not stopped people trying to smuggle illegal takeaway into Auckland from outside of it.
1: There is nothing worse when you're craving something and you can't get your hands on it. You know, when there's a a lovely uh, Domino's and it's just not open yet.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's like nine in the morning, and you're like, "Come
1: on!" I just can't wait till eleven.
2: When we were having our original harshest lockdown. Yeah. Takeaways were still open though, weren't they?
1: Takeaways were definitely still open because I was... Yeah, that's what I mean. I like we did on them.
2: We didn't lock down uh, takeaways. And no. a lot of the restaurants obviously started doing takeaways. In Auckland, they're closed.
1: Completely closed. Every takeaway.
2: Well, all, all of the main fast food ones yeah. have been. I'm not sure specifically about their local Chinese or Indian takeaways over in Auckland. But it looks like all the restaurants are closed and they're getting real serious and harsh. So a couple of guys who are up to no good... Arrested at the border of Auckland with a car full of
1: McDonald's, nope, Burger King,
2: nope,
1: KFC, KFC.
2: Wow, yeah, smuggling KFC back into Auckland because I, I it get it now. Turns out they were gang members anyway. They had, uh, I think, hundred grand in cash on them as well and possibly may have had some other illicit items in the car.
1: So the KFC was the least of the concern.
2: Least of the concerns, but still technically illegal, which could land them six months in prison and a couple of thousand euros or dollars of a fine for them smuggling KFC into Auckland. And when we look back in this in five or ten years' time, provided we're all still alive and we haven't been hit by an asteroid or the world hasn't just exploded, um, that's going to be so strange. That people were arrested for smuggling in fast food. Yeah, into a, a city.
1: Should remember here we used to get fined if we went outside our five k. Oh yeah. So if you were outside, I if did McDonald's anyone
2: actually 5K. get fined the five k?
1: They must have. I'd say they did. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, back to the important stuff. Mm. What kind of food would you what be you willing think? to smuggle in at the price? Of prison.
2: What would you risk your life for? What food would you risk going to prison for to get? Because we do forget we all had our takeaways and our dominoes yeah. and our Chinese here mm-hmm. happy days. We That kind of kept us going. Something to look forward to on a Friday, Saturday night yeah. was getting the one online deliveries so it was a bit like oh amazing there's something happening and your takeaway that evening. But what food would you be willing to die for? Maybe not die for what food would you be willing to smuggle and go to prison for? You love it that much.
1: Oh see every single week I guess a Thai you know the Massaman curry I could
2: gladly go without a Thai oh. i like no thanks don't care for Thai or Indian I love it or yeah, I could probably do without Chinese
1: I could probably do without Chinese I don't think I could do without the Thai food and I also don't think I could do without an Indian I love a korma
2: no I, yeah I don't I care love, for
1: I love Indian food it's delicious uh, also a Domino's you cannot go wrong with a Domino's Funnily enough, I could do it. I know you're going to say you can't. A boujum. A boujum is kind of my staple healthy food. <laughs> right? But if you're talking about takeaway, Domino's, McDonald's and a curry. I can't pick. I'd smuggle all of them
2: in. No, go to your head, you have to pick one. You have to smuggle one. You can't be bringing all the drugs in. You have to get good in one industry here. What would you be willing to smuggle in and risk going to jail for? What takeaway food you love so much that you're, you one, you could not do a lockdown without it until you'd be willing to risk it?
1: Okay, it'd have to be a curry.
2: A curry? Oh, it
1: would have to be a Massaman chicken curry. Yeah. Really? With peanut sauce. Ca- oh, disgusting. disgusting. Like Peanuts and curry At rotten. least once a week, if not twice a week. Every week. Love it.
2: Love it. No. I'm trying to think it it, it would be between geez, like even a KFC I'd be a big KFC fan it would probably be between a Domino's or or a Chipper I'm trying to decide which one could I go without the Domino's no what it's the Chipper Chips though
1: I know but Domino's do chips do wedges
2: no they don't
1: oh they don't do chips actually they They do do wedges? wedges no
2: wedges are rotten
1: no they're not though
2: could I go without the
1: barbecue sauce
2: could I go without yeah I could don't mind barbecue sauce could I go without Chipper chips during lockdown. I don't See, think if you good. only
1: had chipper chips, you'd get bored. Whereas you mm. know, at least with Domino's, you've got selection. You can get the chicken. Maybe you can get like you can, can get
2: uh, you can get your quarter pounders. You can get your half pounders. You can get your junior box, your snack box. I think if I was going mm-hmm. to smuggle food in, I would be smuggling in a Macari's. That's what I'd be smuggling in. I'd leave everything else. Don't care about Chinese or Thai or Indian or or even Domino's. I'd just be like, no, good luck. If I was going to risk it all. I would be like these New Zealand lads and I would smuggle in Macari's. That's what I do.
1: Okay, well, that's a solid choice as well. Yeah, I think yeah. a lot of people are going to say they'd get a Chinese every single week, but they might not risk their life for one. Mm. You know, when it comes down to it,
2: I, I don't what know. are your
1: priorities?
2: Yeah. For priorities, you know, if you're <clears throat> in the situation over in Auckland, when the city's in lockdown, like, can you imagine if they shut down the takeaways? We actually would have lost our minds if they shut down the takeaways. 100%. That would have been on the streets. I mean, there's a lot of things that we take. Uh, that wouldn't have been one of them. No. I don't think, no, thanks. I mean,
1: the off-license and the takeaway kept us gone. Mm-mm.
2: Have you ever... Oh, chicken wings.
1: Okay, yes. Yes, so I've definitely tried chicken wings. Shane,
2: what's the story? Yeah. Have wishbone. You, have you yeah. ever tried chicken Wishbone chicken wings? Hot and spicy. Yeah, they're savage. Wishbone is in... It's the road you'll know if you've ever gone from Coppers to Flannery's or Flannery's to uh, Coppers. It's behind that little road. I don't even know what that little road's called. Off Harcourt Street. Yeah. Um, Thanks for that, Shane. So chicken wings, yeah, yeah, actually...
1: Okay, fair enough, but your only takeaway food, chicken wings, really?
2: Yeah.
1: No. What is with men and chicken wings? Like, I I like them, but they're not great.
2: Shane, did, did Wishbone deliver? Do they? Do? I'm sure they do.
1: I think they do, yeah.
2: I'm sure they do. Oh, no, Darren's back in with a voice now.
1: Darren's back in. Uh, I think it's safe.
2: This, Saoirse, is on your this head. It's
1: completely on my head now, Darren. We can stop you if we have Are to. we sure? We're sure, yeah. Yeah.
0: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.
2: All right, Darren. Here we go then.
3: Why isn't Darren why playing? Absolutely be smuggling Ali's uh, from Edenmore. Ali's Chipper. Big shout out to Ali's. Uh, I'll be smuggling them in, man. Like, a frozen pizza. It's grand, look. You Get your pizza fixed. The there miss, you go. She can whip up a curry. No bother. Happy days. Right. But listen, Nell smoke cod or Nell fresh cod and chips or a snack box or gujons and chips oh, loads of salt and vinegar and a bit of fresh patch. Lads. Talk dirty Timmy <laughs> <baby. laughs>
2: <laughs> So where did you say that was? Ali's in Ali's
3: Where did you say that
2: was? Let me see now.
1: Absolutely be smuggling Allie's uh, from Edenmore. Edenmore.
2: Allie's from What I write that one down. You never nominated him for the Takeaway World Cup. No, that wasn't entered in. Ali's from Edenmore. More. Okay. There you go. Shout out to Ali's in Edenmore. You've got a Darren who's a loyal, local uh, hardcore fan who would be risking his life and his liberty to smuggle that in. The, that's the good thing about a like good Italian takeaway chipper kind of place. Yeah. They do have everything. And a lot of them do do pizzas as well. Now.
1: They do. You can kind of get everything there.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of people are saying
1: a chipper, by the way. A lot of people.
2: Uh, it has to be a snack box. Keith? I would probably agree with you there. Snack box is good and filthy. You do. What, b- what is a snack box again? It is breast and two legs usually, I think. Oh, Three yeah. pieces chicken, I think. Yeah. Okay. And uh, snack box. Oh, no, maybe that's dinner box.
1: It's chicken and...
2: Kentucky Fried Chicken, deep fried chicken and... And, and happiness. And happiness as well. Um, they do it just eat only since after the second lockdown yeah. in relation to Wishbone's Chicken Wings mm. delivery service. <laughs> Do-do...
1: I I never really got this
2: one. Okay, okay. Sam, I agree with you a lot here. Sam has said, uh, or Supermax, you'd be willing to smuggle in across the border illegally a Supermax if you couldn't get it here or a
0: curry.
1: Okay, get the curry. I don't get the Supermax. I mean, it's fine. It's grand. Yeah, I've had it loads of times. But McDonald's wins.
2: I've never gotten McDonald's delivered yet. I don't know how I feel about it.
1: I know, I'm a bit worried as well. Being delivered. Yeah. Not that. I'm worried about the chips. Yeah, maybe the chips. Are they just going to be soggy?
2: Like, I don't mind a soggy chip.
1: Uh, I you don't. Know me. I don't like it. You do love a soggy chip. <laughs> I'm not a fan of a soggy chip from uh, McDonald's. I mean,
2: the last game of soggy chips we had was great. Wow. Just unbelievable stuff. I, j- I don't know. I don't know. I'd rather go out to the drive thru and get that. McDonald's and I get know it that's
1: what i was thinking, but if Would you're smuggling up? it, like no. I remember once flying from uh Chicago to San Diego, and I'd gotten uh McDonald's to bring on the plane, and I put in the overhead locker, and then the flight was taken off, and you know I'm very anxious at flying, yeah, so I thought, well, I'll just eat the McDonald's, I'll just get off my seat now and get the McDonald's from the conveyor or not the conveyor the overhead so yeah. I stood up while we were taking off to get my McDonald's and what I mean they were screaming at me to sit down I was like I just want to grab my McDonald's please it's going to be freezing cold by the time we actually can yeah. get out of our seats and she was like ma'am I've told you twice now to sit down and I was like bum, bum,
2: bum. woman escorted off flight very close to but uh,
1: yeah so I mean at the time that I actually got to eat it they were more cold than soggy Mm. they can be heated up. Okay, fair enough. So it's not necessarily going to be a soggy chip for
2: you. (laughs) Oh, damn it. Fortunately not this evening. Uh, Let us know anyway if you're going to be smuggling in a takeaway into a lockdown city you couldn't get what What would you be risking your freedom for what takeaway do you love so much that you'd be like we're smuggling that and I don't care and the reason again we're chatting about this is New Zealand police arrested two men smuggling in KFC chicken and that was did you see that episode of South Park I did like this is literally an episode of South Park that has happened in the real world
1: maybe that's where they got it from
2: probably for the crack so apparently two gang members have been arrested over in New Zealand and a hundred grand in cash also Auckland is still in a very very serious strict lockdown no one's allowed in or out at the moment the rest of the country's kind of back open but it seems to be that all the takeaways and fast food joints in Auckland are still closed locked down you can't even get delivery from them at the moment so there was even a mini police chase involved in this as well My they God. sped off turned around you know as you say you come to a checkpoint you realise you have no tax <laughs> and you're like oh I'm just going to take this sharp yeah. right
1: but you know the way like when police take the alcohol off you and then they end up drinking it and they take the fireworks off you and they use them. Yeah. Do they eat your KFC? Oh my or?
2: God. I didn't even think of that.
1: Like that is disgraceful. You should not have smuggled it. How
2: dare oh, oh, you? Oh, we're going to destroy this.
1: Of course they're going to eat it.
2: With a few beers. Oh, I wonder, did the police get to enjoy that? Because yeah. it was apparently, oh, let, let me see, it was um, exactly how much let me see how much does it say it was the car was full of Kentucky Fried Chicken French Fries and 10 tubes or tubs oh, of yum. coleslaw like 100% this is I wonder if they got any of the gravy this is literally straight out of uh, straight out of South Park if you haven't seen that episode so um, yeah let us know if you were going to be smuggling in, smuggling any takeaway into a lockdown city what would be the one you'd happily risk your freedom for 0876797104 and
0: you're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long. FM 104. Cormac and Saoirse here
2: on Room 104 at 11, or just after 11 o'clock. You're going to hear from a former bank robber, man who was involved in armed robbery and went up in jail and prison for a number of years, decided to turn his life around, now works as a therapist, trying to encourage young men and young women who are coming from uh, situations that they might be tempted by their life of crime, tries to convince them through his failings in life not to do it so Anthony Roberts is the man's name he'll be on the way after 11 o'clock this evening just talking about food you'd happily smuggle across the border if you had to two men in New Zealand were arrested on Sunday after attempting to cross the Auckland border with a car full of Kentucky fried chicken french fries and 10 tubs of coleslaw according to local police they're still in a fairly strict lockdown over there at the moment Um, and even the takeaways and stuff are closed but I mean fair play to them for smuggling in their favourite takeaways go on so we just want to know if you were in a similar situation what could you not live without what would you like no smuggling that in I do not care got a message in from a voice note in here from Emma evening Emma what is the story how are things going let's see what Emma's saying
3: so the first thing I'm going to say is the supermax situation I do like supermax but I feel like you need to take out a mortgage or a loan to get one of those and um But my thing that I would definitely, definitely have to say is the thin crust pizza from Domino's. It's actually meant to be like the low calorie option, Mm -hmm. but it is heaven and you could eat two because it's not as filling and doughy. So there's my (coughs) option.
1: Oh,
2: yeah. Hang on, Emma. If you're trying to be conscious about the calories there, you're not meant to eat two of them.
1: No, you're not. I didn't even know they had a low calorie one.
2: In in fairness, if you're getting a Domino's,
1: Get the thick crust. No,
2: I'm mean, just say forget about the whole yeah, calorie you're, you're business. Getting a pizza, just think. enjoy it. Yeah. Just go nuts. Get seven of the big pizzas, Emma, and just lose your oh, mind. Yum. Um, thank you for that, Meg and Ben. Evening. What's the crack? Ben Oh, has said, do you
1: know what? Ben has probably the best taste in food ever.
2: Somebody told us, somebody was going going on about this place as well, saying you have to have to have to try this, and I was like, relax, there, will you?
1: During lockdown, I got this every second weekend. Every second weekend.
2: Um, we have. Ben saying he would smuggle in Mad Egg Burger or
1: Boojum. Yeah, Mad Egg is unbelievable. Their burgers are sensational.
2: Mad Egg brownies and cheesecakes are unreal. Is this true?
1: Oh my God. They're to die for. Ah no, stop. Honestly, you need to go. There's one in Dundrum. There's another one. um, Oh yeah, what's that street called? Actually,
2: it's near Capel Street. Near Jervis in, in the Italian centre. Quarter.
1: Italian Quarter. Yeah. Oh, it's unbelievable.
2: Pass it a lot. Go to it. Everyone's like, you have to go in. No, I'm no. Here,
1: relax, will you? Go. Don't relax. Go in. <laughs> Immediately. Is it that good? It is fantastic. Yeah, that's up there. And their coleslaw. I don't even really like coleslaw, but my God.
2: Sam, has to be a courier at Thigh, 100%. Yeah. <clears throat> has to be a kebab tray from Romeos in Clon Griffin. Unreal. Oh,
1: yeah. I love Romeos, yeah.
2: What's a kebab tray? A kebab in a tray?
1: very fancy, is it?
2: I mean, if a kebab you're just meant to be going messy, are yeah. you not?
1: Maybe it's a tray to
3: solve that problem for you. Maybe, maybe.
2: All right, Emma, let's follow up with some important comments now. Let's see what's going no, on.
3: No, it's not for the the calorie, the lack of calories. It's just because it actually genuinely tastes so much better. And you know when you eat like a thick crust Domino's pizza, you feel real sluggish and you're like, I could die. I've eaten that much. <laughs> You don't feel like this after it So you're enjoying it It's crispy It's oh, it's just un- I kind of want one now <laughs> Do it I want it's one It's just amazing um, There's a name for it Can't remember what the name is But it's definitely worth trying It's fantastic
1: 100% going to do that Also by the way Wedges rolled in the pizza
2: No oh, No no. And then you just eat it
1: to the side And get wedges in between I oh, am
2: not smuggling that delicious. in
1: And then just dip it in uh, Either garlic mayo Or barbecue
2: sauce no, I I do the dip and like no, that's too much carbs. It's like people who got you oh. the person who got a hot chicken roll with wedges and oh, cheese. Of course. Ruined it.
1: I I wouldn't necessarily you get the cheese. Ruined
2: thing. it. Look, this is what Shane's agreeing with me. That's absolutely disgraceful. Of course it is. What's disgraceful? Your disgusting Putting wedges wedge in, pizza.
1: In the slice of pizza and rolling out, it up. Get out. Oh, it's literally orgasmic.
2: Shane's taking your job. Come on in, Shane. Search has been dropped.
1: My God, I don't mind going to Domino's and just eating all the pizza and chips and Oh, so
2: good. Ruby's chicken wings. Is that someone who works in Ruby's? Is that Ruby's next door to us, yeah, I was just going
1: to say, Ruby's. We went to Ruby's loads of times. Is Delish. there another
2: Ruby's somewhere in Dublin? There is, must there, is there one be. in Swords? Why am I thinking Swords mm. for some reason? Is there only the one Ruby's that's down by the point?
1: That's the only one I know. Yeah. We've gone there loads of times. Mm. Really good food.
2: Yeah. Uh, all right, listen. Uh, any other ones? Swords. Oh, sorry. sorry yeah, there's one in on Swords. Okay. I thought there was one in Swords as well. Um, cool. Thank you for all those. Uh, Pokerface coming on, on the way at 10 o'clock with. Irish singer and songwriter Joe O'Donnell is going to be joining us from the UK he's gigging over there at the moment that'll be exciting Uh, we also have to pick a finalist for the f 104 Pimp My Gaff as soon as you hear that cue to text drop in Gaff and your
0: details to our WhatsApp and you're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long FM 104
2: It's getting incredibly close to the final.
1: How exciting. Within days, there's going to be someone winning 15 grand worth of Dez Kelly
2: interiors. Uh, Doing up the gaff is expensive.
1: It's going to be so exciting coming up to Christmas as well. You can do your own before
2: and after transformational thing, your own little TikTok video doing up the gaff.
1: And you don't have to worry about the price.
2: No we have it all looked off looked looked after for y'all with thanks to Des Kelly Interior. So if you want to do up the gaff, you were listening out for that cue to WhatsApp us in. It was Emma saying, "Pimp my gaff." And someone who did. Listen out. Successfully well, uh, this evening, Lisa, how are you?
1: Hi. Lisa, are you delighted to be
3: through? I am delighted, yes. Good. Congratulations. have a place in this.
2: <laughs> well, listen, you want to get them to work now and even if you don't win, they can be doing up the gaff you and saying, hang on a second now, you've ruined it, get to work now. What's going on? <laughs> get 15 grand's worth of labour out of them over the next couple of weeks, anyway. Um, oh, try me bad. How old are they? Um,
3: 12
1: and 5. Yeah, you Both see- boys. Two they boys. The oh, okay. they're, they're a little bit young to be.
2: Listen, to year can working. get can, can can get working. You know, he can do a few oh, hours a I'm trying week. i my now.
3: Just to break <laughs> him. Yeah, spend him out soon.
2: He can go out like washing cars or cutting grass or something. I
3: know.
2: Yeah. And you can take 20% off the top on the job done. <laughs> I, I love nothing.
1: this because you only yeah. recently cut the grass and set the lawnmower on fire. On fire,
2: I set the lawnmower on fire. Listen, I had wow. my headphones on, I couldn't hear that it was jammed and then smoke and flames started coming so, out of so, it. So
1: maybe not <laughs> ideal for a 12-year-old,
2: okay? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, listen, maybe not. Well, listen, Lisa, congratulations. You are our, our finalist here on Room 104 this evening. You're in Friday's draw. And uh, who knows, you could be getting that amazing. Fingers
3: and toes crossed. Thank crossed you very
2: much. Everything, light a few candles, say a few prayers. I yeah. don't know. Do it all. <laughs> or
3: do it granny all. Granny for a candle.
2: Do 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 do. That's the secret, I think, to most competitions. Anyway, uh, we'll listen. Very best of luck. Thanks, many for popping on. And uh, who knows? Yeah, you could be winning on, on Friday, but we'll be uh, in touch, getting some details. But take it easy. Thanks for popping on. Brilliant. Thanks best so of much. Bye. bye. Bye 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 bye. Simple. Simple. But of course, we'll do one more.
1: This, this hour?
2: No, well, we next got 40 end. seconds. <laughs> oh, I was thinking seconds. it was 10 already. Oh, no, no, sorry. This hour in the next 40 seconds, ringing? No, don't. <laughs> Listen, uh, we'll give you the details again. Same as you're going to WhatsApp in the next time you hear one of the cues to text that we play out. We will play it out before...
1: 11.
2: Yeah, we'll play it out within the next 45 minutes. Nice. All right, that's fair, isn't it?
1: That's very fair, yeah.
2: I know you might be in the car now, but I, and I will tell you, it'll be in the next 45 minutes, but it won't be in the next half hour that makes well, sense
1: that's nice, so, between yeah.
2: half ten and a quarter to eleven we'll give you a heads up so you don't have to worry about you don't have to sit in the car on the drive for the next half hour you can come back to us at half hour. Well, you should though half ten you if
1: you really want to win ten. you should actually sit in the
2: drive for <laughs> should, yeah. half an hour yeah. send us in a selfie you sit in the <laughs> drive or go live on Facebook and we'll make sure you're sitting there job done and we'll be doing that
1: in the next hour woohoo
2: in the next hour on the way next Poker Face we invite on a guest they tell you three things about themselves uh, one of them is not true though and two of them are true so if you can figure out which one our next guest is lying to you about. Happy days, you'll win some Room 104. Demotivational, exclusive, beer mats, Irish singer and songwriter Joe O'Donnell's going to be joining us live from uh, London. Is he in or the UK or Manchester? He's in the UK somewhere uh, at the moment gigging because uh, we're not opening. He's yet. in Liverpool. Oh, he's in Liverpool, mate. Mm-hmm. Can you do a Liverpool accent?
1: Liverpool.
0: Can you do a good one? Liverpool. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable.